You two nosy Parkers are watching me through the window and I should be sorry? Yes, Angie said. She marched across the room and jabbed him in the chest with her pointer finger. You're fraternizing with the enemy. The door to the kitchen swung open and in walked Tate Harper, formerly the money behind the bakery, but now just an employee. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, he said. They all turned to look at him. What? he asked. Wasn't that a movie quote? You know, when Ron is jealous because Hermione goes to the ball with what's his name? Victor Crumb, and we're not playing that game right now, Mel said. Having grown up together watching movies and eating junk food, Mel, Tate, and Angie had a fondness for trying to trip one another up with movie quotes. Angie was actually referring to Marty dating Olivia. We're not dating, Marty said. He rubbed his chest where Angie had poked him and gave her a reproachful look. We're friends. No, that's not it. We're lovers. No, that's not it. We're enemies. No, that's not it either. Oh, hell, I don't know what we are. But either way, it's none of your damn business. With that, he strode past Angie, went around the counter, and pushed through the swinging door into the kitchen. He's right, Mel said. Like it or not, I don't, Angie interrupted. Mel gave Tate a bug-eyed look. Since Tate and Angie were sort of dating, although not really because Tate had some sort of manly macho thing going on about making it on his own to prove his worth to Angie, Mel figured he'd have more luck trying to get her to see reason. Tate gave Mel a small nod to let her know that her message was received. He ran a hand through his wavy brown hair and said, Angie, it's Marty's life. Exactly, Angie said, interrupting again. And it's getting shorter with every minute he spends with her. He's too old to be under that sort of constant stress. Listen, Mel said. At the first sign that his health is deteriorating, we'll have a staff meeting. Tate gave her a questioning glance. Code words for an intervention she explained. Ah, he said, I think that is the best plan. Glancing between them, Angie obviously realized that she was outnumbered. She did not look happy about it. Fine, but when he strokes out because of her, it's on your heads. Tate and Mel exchanged a glance, and they both shrugged. Mel suspected that, if anything, Olivia was giving Marty a reason to get up every morning. It had been a year since Marty had arrived at Fairy Tale Cupcakes, wearing a ratty old cardigan and a bad toupee and dishing out a surly attitude to match. A lonely widower, Marty Zelaznik had plopped himself down into one of their booths and had nearly eaten his way to a sugar coma in order to win a contest they were having for a free night out on the town for two. Like a wrinkled-up fungus, Marty had grown on Mel and she had hired him to man the counter. Now she couldn't imagine the bakery without him. Can we talk business now? Tate asked. I have a new idea. Mel stifled a groan. She'd known Tate even longer than she'd known Angie. They'd been best buddies since junior high school, when he'd made her laugh by doing what had to be the worst Groucho Marx impression ever, and in return she had shared with him her hubba-bubba-bubblegum from the secret stash in her locker. There was nothing she wouldn't do for him. 
since he had left his multi-million dollar investment business behind and come to work at the bakery, however, she had begun to think there could be too much of a good thing. Lately, she had been suffering from too much Tate. The bakery had been Mel's dream. After an unfulfilling career in business, she'd gone to cooking school and decided to open her own bakery. Angie had left teaching to join her, while Tate had been kind enough to bankroll the operation. Without him, Mel knew there would never have been a fairy tale cupcakes bakery. Since joining them, Tate had spent his days not merely baking and frosting and schmoozing customers. Oh no. He had decided to take the bakery to the next level and hit Mel daily with one scheme after another to make the bakery not just the successful small business that it was, but to turn it, oh horror, corporate. So I'm thinking we need to get.